Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ted Theodoropoulos, the founder and CEO of InfoDash, a legal collaboration platform built on SharePoint Online and Microsoft Teams. Hi, Ted. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, I'm looking forward to following up on our conversation from the Knowledge Management and Innovation Conference, and it was lucky for me to get to see you there. Tell us about your background and the genesis of InfoDash. InfoDash was a outcome of a former company that I had called AcroWire that some of your audience may be familiar with. We started in 2008 and we were consultants. We were IT consultants. We did application development. We built a lot of legal intranets and extranets for big law firms. And we became a partner with a platform, intranet platform provider in the mid 2010s. Did that for a little while. They got bought by a bigger company. You know how the story goes. And they ended the partner program. And we said to ourselves, you know what? We can build something better. So we started that in 2018. And we released the product January last year and rebranded as InfoDash. And we've been doing great ever, ever since. How would you describe the current state of law firm collaboration? You saw my presentation at KM&I, and it's, it's very fragmented. So law firms collaborate internally using one collaboration platform. Usually it's something built on SharePoint. They collaborate with their clients using something else. Sometimes that's also a homegrown solution built on SharePoint. Oftentimes it's HiQ that's out in the cloud. So it's fragmented. It's very stale, as you saw during the K&I presentation. I pulled up a screenshot that I got from an ILTA presentation 10 years ago, and it was 10 years old then. So it's a 20-year-old screenshot, and I put it up and challenged the audience, tell me what's different about your intranet today than this 20-year-old one, besides the layout. Designs come a million miles in 20 years, but functionally, they're doing the exact same thing that they were 20 years ago. So... Fragmented and stale is how I would describe it. What changes do you think the legal market needs to address these challenges? I think they need some innovation. There's really been, there's been so many developments in the collaboration space, especially post-pandemic, right? That really big companies double down. Microsoft is, we'll focus there since that's our host tech stack. But with Teams, for example, they really double down and with AI and natural language, it, there are so many more capabilities that are available that just vendors haven't taken the lead. Honestly, it's, it's I think the this falls squarely on customers for not asking and vendors for nobody taking the lead, right? There's plenty of blame to go around here, but we're trying to actually do something to move it forward. And that's, that's our mission as it stands. How can firms leverage existing collaboration platforms like Microsoft Teams to drive innovation? First of all, having some pl a plan. We see Teams in legal, it's really at it, in its infancy. Like the what firms are mostly using Teams for are presence. So that's the little red, yellow, green icon tells you if you're in a meeting, you're free or you're away. 
They're using it for chat and they're using it for online meetings as a kind of a Zoom replacement. That's great. Those are just kind of table stakes. Teams is capable of so much more. You can do actual client matter work in Teams because it's mostly SharePoint underneath the hood. And we want to see firms get a little bit more mature in their adoption of the platform. What impact do you think generative AI overall, and in fact, when we're discussing Teams, Copilot will have on this process? So I mentioned natural language earlier, and lawyers don't really like to learn Boolean search logic. It's just not a natural thing for them. And finding, leveraging enterprise search platforms using Boolean search operators is cumbersome. Parentheses, minus signs, ands, ors, nots, all those sorts of things. We see natural language search interfaces being a, a huge step forward in how law firms find information, but also just like issuing commands to an intranet. For example, show me all the, the top five news articles for the firm this quarter that would use like an AdGrab Insights. I could see Copilot being a really interesting mechanism to be a starting point for generating content that, that would get shared in an intranet or a Teams channel. You could say, start a post on the labor and employment page about the today's Supreme Court ruling on PPP. And, and that would give a great starting point for somebody to start posting content. If they're using Microsoft 365, which all AMLAW firm, I don't know one AMLAW firm that is on Google Apps. You have some smaller ones that are, but I haven't seen one yet. They're all M365, which uses the Microsoft graph. You could also ask questions of the graph, like in natural language, tell me how many client-facing meetings I had this month, or show me the whip for Bank of America, or give me a list of invoices more than 30 days past due. All of these things are very possible in today's world, but no one's really stitched together the pieces of technology required to deliver that. And that's what we're doing now. What needs to happen in terms of overcoming certain challenges for this to become common and used by everyone? It's going to require some change in workflow. Attorneys, and it's not just attorneys, but I think attorneys are especially guilty of this they're just very email-minded. They live in Outlook and Word and Acrobat primarily. And it's just, it's been such a habit over the last 25, 30 years to communicate via email. It's going to be a hard one to break. And I think that's one reason why being thoughtful about the strategy through which you deploy a technology like Teams. Teams can reduce the volume of email in any organization by a significant factor which is a good thing. We all get way too many emails, but understanding and communicating to attorneys, hey, what's appropriate? Email is a more formal communication mechanism. We've seen that many of the bigger law firms that have adopted teams in a meaningful way have really aggressive retention policies around things like chat. So chat, the longest I've ever seen a retention policy on chat is seven days, right? It's usually three to seven. So chats disappear because they don't want... They don't want attorneys to put matter-related information in chat. Go put that in a channel that's related to a matter, right? Because that we want to be able to find that at a later date. So that's how I see things in the future. How do you expect firms to adapt the way they collaborate, both internally and with their clients, to accommodate all of these changing preferences? Yeah, it, it's. I think that 
firms are going to have limited latitude in direction. I mentioned this during the conference, but in the Fortune 100, 91 of the Fortune 100 use Teams as their primary collaboration platform, right? The Fortune 100 are the biggest buyers of legal services out there. They're going to, this is my opinion, I think that these buyers are going to tell law firms, hey, this is our collaboration platform of choice. Meet us where we are and let's engage there regarding matters. And Microsoft makes it real easy with shared channels to not tenant switch when you want to share information with other organizations. They're really making a lot of headway in that space. So I think that the, I think the clients are really going to dictate the direction of this, and it's in firms' best interest to get ahead of that because if a, a firm lists it out in an RFP and says, hey, look, you own our business, we're going to collaborate on these matters and teams, and you don't have a solution, they're going to say, use our team's tenant. Then you lose control of work product. That's very undesirable from a law firm perspective. So I think clients are going to dictate the path here sitting on the shelf, ready to deploy when a, when a client asks. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ted Theodoropoulos, the founder and CEO of InfoDash, a legal collaboration platform built on SharePoint Online and Microsoft Teams. Ted, thanks so very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.